It was late summer Was a crisp one An almost fall night Just like this one We were sitting there On the stoop You took my hand and Led me up to the roof Hi, Spencer and Sophia. It's Isaac Bull. Maybe you said my name already. I don't know how you're putting me into the podcast, but your listeners are hearing my voice because you all were kind enough to let me plug my song Big Dipper Waltz, which you played or are going to play at some point during the episode. Uh, so the deal is I just submitted this song that I wrote, Big Dipper Waltz, to the NPR Tiny Desk Contest, which is a yearly song contest that they do over at NPR. Uh, and if you want to show some support or listen to the whole song all the way through, you can find it at my YouTube channel, which is Isaac Bull Music, uh, my Instagram, which is Isaac underscore Bull underscore Music. Or head over to the NPR Tiny Desk Contest website and give it a listen. And you can compare it to all the other super crappy ones that everyone else did. No, just kidding. There's like a ton. Uh, and some, some of them are good. But some of them are like really uh, crappy. And that's also kind of funny. Uh, and that website is tinydeskcontest.npr.org. Thanks, guys. Hello. And welcome to Cabaret to Cancel. Thank you, Isaac, for that song. Um, you can find his stuff where he said his name is spelled I-S-A-A-C-B-O-L-L, Isaac Bull. Isaac Bull, the music man. And my name is Spencer Klein. Um, <laughs> and I'm Sophia. Uh, well, folks... Longtime listeners know of our tryst with Houlihan's Restaurant oh. & Co. And that failed corporate romance that we try to rekindle. But oh. in this economy, you can never stop looking for a, a sponsorship that doesn't pay you. So we've spent these last few weeks reaching out to various brands and, uh, and companies trying to, trying to let them associate their name with our podcast for free absolutely that's exactly what we've done we've been um as the kids say hustling exactly and spencer and i would like to share um the messages that that we've sent out to these companies we have yet to hear back and you know what that's okay because hula hands took time even though they broke our damn hearts they broke our damn hearts and you know what if you love something you have to let it go i love that song Cause you know you Oh wait, we can't. We have to criticize that song, otherwise. Um, um, I'm gonna give it like a six. I uh, I have felt high when I haven't been feeling low. Also, so, so I don't do and I don't do drugs. The only drug I need is that song, in a bad way. Um, okay, we're good. Great. So clear. The first message that I sent was to Arby's. Okay. Dear Arby's, we are a small podcast that shares your adversity to quality. We'd be happy to work in your signature phrase, we have the meats, into any of our classic segments about penises, yours, the CDC. 
Oh, great. And I love it because they definitely, when they think CDC, they'll think Cabaret Day Cabaret Day Cancel, exactly. That won't be confusing at all. No, 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 no. Oh, Who great. did you reach out to? Um, well, kind of in the same vein, just kidding, totally different. <laughs> I reached out to Monsanto. Oh. Um, I said, <laughs> hey, Monsanto. I love you. You're perfect. Now change. <laughs> just kidding. GMO. <laughs> More like give me mo of those pesticides because I love what you people are doing over there. Yeah. Good so stuff. So I think we're really going to hear back I from think, them. Yeah. Here's the one I wrote to the NFL. Ooh. Dear the NFL. <laughs> Ooh. Persuasive. Yeah. Really persuasive. Um, I love it. I love it very much. Thank you. Kind of, uh, you know, same audience, sort of. Yeah. Barstool Sports oh. um, was on my list, and nice. I reached out. I said, hey, legends, why not let an unattractive indie girl decide who's drunk enough? I have eyes, too. <laughs> what was your next one? This is my last one. I only did three because of some crazy rule. Um, dear Evan Hansen, why'd you kill yourself? We are very good friends. By the way, I am dating your sister. Um, that's less of a brand and more of a musical, I would say. <laughs> Wait, you want us to be sponsored by... Uh... <laughs> Wait, the musical or the or the movie which I have claimed as perfect before I've seen it? Uh, both, really, if, if any of them. We'd also take Ben Platt, although, um, as I've said before, his lips, very strange. Yeah, you're very anti-Ben Platt lips. Yeah, but I'm very pro um, uh, Dear Evan Hansen uh, being, the, being the official podcast partner to Dear Evan Hansen, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Well, I like to I like to cancel Marjorie Taylor Greene. By the way, speaking of, of <laughs> I don't even know how you'd make that transition. I we would we would do it. We're very deft and and um, agile at, at transitions. Absolutely, which is why I'm going to transition. Uh, I am an alt comic, so the rule right. of threes doesn't apply to me. <laughs> I may or may not have done a few others. I'm going to... Please. <laughs> with your permission, I am going to read uh, these three companies rapid fire. Great. The first is New Balance. I kept it short with them. I said, yeah. in 2016, I didn't burn my sneakers because I couldn't find a match. So I think that that's a point for me. Um, because okay. they they uh, donated exorbitant amounts of money to the Trump campaign and people were burning their new balances. Oh, uh, so I said, I you know, know I, I didn't burn mine. I couldn't find the mattress. Because um, you support Trump. Uh, so for the next one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I do. That's why I wear yeah. that beanie all the time. Um, <laughs> my next one was Forever 21. Oh. I said, hey, sponsor us on your way out. Because they're going bankrupt. Oh. One final high five out the door. Yeah. Then, what do they have to lose? Hey, what? Do, come on. Come on. Give us some sugar. The next and last one was mm -hmm. Models. I said, I can't think of any company standing in your way, Models. 
can't think of any other company doing what you're doing as well as you do. Um, when I'm not at Sports Authority, I'm at Moe's. What is Modell's? I don't know that one. Is that not a, a Pacific Coast thing? Uh, I, I don't even know if that's an East Coast thing. It is an East Coast thing. Oh, okay. Gotta go, gotta go to Moe's. Gotta go to Moe's. Yeah, that's their that's their. What song. do they sell? It's like um, Dick's Sporting Goods. Oh, we have Dick's. This might be the hardest I've ever bombed. No. You, <laughs> I did my whole Modell spit and he's there like, what? Mm, I, I truly don't get that joke, but I'm sure lots it's of people. Very, it's very funny. I bet. I bet it's it. so funny, Sophia. Thank you. Well, Spence, I got to ask something. Yeah. We, you said we were the, the, the transition kings and queens of exactly. the game. What is your first mini cancel? My first mini cancel is uh, the the practice called the elephant walk. Do are you familiar? Are you familiar with this? Um, I think I've told people to do it before. Yeah. Great. Well, it's when you get a, a line of your best friends, and you all stick a thumb up the butt in front of you, and then you walk and you walk around like kind of a disoriented caterpillar, and then if a thumb falls out, you have to switch, and frats do it. To, to make you better friends, I think. Okay, I don't think I knew about the switcheroo that happened. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, they call that part flavor blasting. Um, <laughs> what's, your, what's your first mini cancel? Love that you left me with that. <laughs> um, my, well, I was going to cancel uh, Justin Bieber's dreads. I had that written down oh. for weeks. But and should. then Haley Bieber went in oh, and she God. used her magic, her Baldwin charm, and got him to shave them. So they're that they're is. already canceled. Great. Um, but my main thing is Joe Biden dealing in photos. I think he's doing it to prove to us that he's still young and spry. But my knees hurt watching him do it. I mean, you know this about me. Whenever I take a squat, my knees make a really big crack. So, I, you know, I don't know who he's trying to relate to. I know. If our knees crack when when we kneel, yeah. I mean, he must have to... Is that like an ACL injury? I don't this know. This is how Joe Biden kneeling sounds. Ready? Okay. All right, I'm going to take a knee. Oh, there we go. Oh, fuck. <laughs> there, that was actually there go, yeah. real footage. We needed a few takes. <laughs> Thank you, Major Biden, for sending that in. <laughs> What's your next mini cancel? The 2016 film Sausage Party. <laughs> do, you know, do you know this movie? <laughs> this yes, oh, a, my gosh. It's, uh, and we'll, we'll deal with James Franco eventually. That's not... Was he in that? Probably. But uh, that's something he'd do for sure. Just, just the fact that it ends with one big food orgy. I didn't need my food sexualized any more than it already is. There's a, there's some kind of tortilla that just gets his ass absolutely eaten. And um, all the sausages and buns are going at it. It's just this big uh, food orgy that I didn't really need to think about when I eat my baby carrots, you know? <laughs> We got mad hummus and baby carrots, man. And that's, that is a callback to an earlier episode of our Virginia podcast. and Georgia special. People who listen will laugh hard <laughs> at that and my Modelo's <laughs> joke. Uh, here's a I haven't seen Sausage Party. Um, do all the, the oh. food items consent? 
I think so. I I guess the whole thing is that it's like food has feelings and they don't know that they get eaten. I just like, you know, I'm I'm going to because I've never seen it, but oh, okay. Um, I'm very familiar with it because I loved watching the press junkets for it because there'd be this actor that went to four years of acting, yeah, conservatory or whatever. Mm-hmm. And be like, yeah, well, I play um the horny piece of corn exactly, and he's a really fun character. There's just like I think. Edward Norton is in it. Oh, there are what some the fuck? good people in that. <laughs> I just, uh, yeah, the whole, anyways, the whole premise is that food has feelings and when you eat it, it's like torturing them. Vegan, vegans are vegans behind this maybe? No, because the vegetables are, are get murdered too. So I, I don't know. I'm, what's your, I'll what's your next watch. one? Um, the photos of Rita Ora. Taika Waititi oh. and that third person having a Tessa public Thompson. threesome. Yes. What's your what's the problem with that? So here's the thing. You guys go at it. Happy for you. Do your little threesome. But the pictures of them trying to do a three-way kiss are painful. Just take turns. There's a way to do it, though. There has to be. I don't. I have never had. A, I've never, I've never had, had a threesome. So only, I, I only do um, even numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know, like I don't know. You, there's got to be some angle where you could get it. Maybe your heads have to be a specific shape. But there's a oh, way. Oh, like um, trying to think. Like you if everybody's those? head was f- shaped like Phineas's from Phineas and Ferb. No, that's absolutely the wrong way to go about it. Yeah, Never I was going to say, that's not... Yeah. I, I almost went triangle, too, and then I'm like, that wouldn't work. That wouldn't work at all. But um, you know those uh, toys with with the shape, like the block shapes that you try to fit in when you're a two-year-old? Yeah, yeah, square, yeah. Like, the, I feel like Taika Waititi needed that to plan his threesome. I feel like Taika Waititi maybe shouldn't I'd be having th- threesomes with the star of his movie. Oh, but, wait, really? Oh, yeah. Tessa Thompson's in Thor. Oh, and that's a fact that I definitely wouldn't have known. Uh, well, that's why we work so well together. Yes. And that's why we're co-hosts. Um, if it's okay, my last mini cancel. Yes. Is the fact that sometimes being sad makes you funnier. Oh, why don't you like that? Well, it's a real give and take kind of situation. What do you mean? Explain. Well, I like being funny, but I also like being happy. Real, uh, real, 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 uh, deal with the devil there. Oh, God. Well, I can't, I can't speak on that. I, I, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I, I, I'm, con- I'm consistently happy. Nice. And consistently funny. Yeah, I agree to both. I agree from to both. Uh, what my therapist for depression says. <laughs> Your therapist is just saying, Sophia, you're you are happy. Have like, we shouted out the Jennies in a while? Let's shout out the Jennies real quick. Hey, if hey. you are an anxiety-filled college student, or maybe you uh, have more love interests than your co-host, you need a Jenny. Jenny is a woman with <laughs> with a few college degrees 
who has studied too much to be dealing with you. <laughs> Jenny will recommend an app to you for months that you <laughs> that you refuse to look at, and then you'll download it, use it once, and it will change your life. Jenny, Jenny will push the importance of mindfulness, and you will not pay attention to it. Jenny will roast the shit out of you until you take action. <laughs> the Jennies. Jen the Jennies. Uh, <laughs> ready for this pivot to my yeah, last one? Please. My, the final thing that I am going to cancel is the flavor grape. Oh, yeah. Like fake grape is just so – this could have been a big cancel. I have so many thoughts on this. But, like, I think of cough medicine, like, when it's grape-flavored, like, I can't mm. even, ugh, ugh. And then, um, like, a Jolly Rancher that's grape, I always, I'm always throwing those at my peers. I'm like, you take those. I don't want them. I know I agreed with you at the beginning of this. You started, I saw I, you. Well, that's because we're friends. I disagree. <gasps> um, I just love a cool, refreshing grape popsicle. I think that that can be the I agree kind of with the other ones, but I want a nice, refreshing frozen grape popsicle to be maybe the one exception. A grape popsicle. Yeah. Okay. See, like grape juice also, like I yeah. I know I forget what it is that you drink grape juice for. That might Whoa, hey. The Eurochrist or whatever what's it called? The Eur the Eucharist. But yeah. we were keeping Eurochrist because that's what Mary said after she had birth to Jesus. Eurochrist. And he went, what? Google uh, Google Gaga. Google Gaga. And she said, just wait about 20 years. You're going to be a boss baby. <laughs> boss baby, but it's the, it's the Jesus story. Wait a second. Write that down. Write that down. Write that down. Write that down. Starring Alec Baldwin as Last Baby Jesus. Um, well, did you have anything else to say about grapes? Um, well, I'll, I'll have to try a grape popsicle. I don't know if They're I really have that good. flavor. I'll check back in with you. If it's okay. good, I will retract this before okay. we publish the episode. Great. Just kidding. We're keeping it in. Do you want to ask me something? Yeah, I want to ask you a lot of things. Oh. Like, can I tell you what's at the forefront of my noggin? Please. What would you like your big cancel to be? Before you get the big cancel from me, you must answer these riddles three, is what I would say if I weren't canceling riddles. Not, not you learning to roll your R's for this. I've known how to roll my arse for a very long time. Um, <laughs> Wait a second. Speaking of rolling R's, can yeah. this and we'll definitely jump into your big cancel in one yeah. second. But Spencer and I must have asked each other nine times each this week alone if we each took Spanish in high school. We I keep asking I this. I didn't learn for that. I learned because there's a really specific thing you can do on a French horn called flutter tongue. And it sounds very cool. Never say flutter tongue again. Uh, so anyways, here's my... Wow, that was a sexy voice crack. Yeah, let's do that again. Here's my problem with riddles. 
asking a riddle is kind of like when teachers will look for one specific answer for a question, even though you could come up with a lot of different other ones. Yeah. And I've never had like a, like a strong reaction when someone tells me the answer. It's always just like, huh, you know? Okay. And then my last point before we get into some riddles that I found. Why are they the go-to for trolls? Yeah, trolls could do... S- you couldn't come up with something better. Yeah, well, what would the alternative be? Oh, I don't know. Build me affordable housing. I live under a fucking bridge. <laughs> oh, across this bridge that's also my house. Please keep me out of the rain. Or get get me a, a facial. Jesus Christ, I'm not a troll. I'm a person. I will I let just you look pass. like this. <laughs> I will let you pass this bridge if you sign the Green New Deal. (laughs) Yeah, something like that. It's always his fucking silly little riddles. The Sphinx, too, and the stakes are so high. You have to solve this dumb fucking riddle, otherwise you you perish in the river Styx. No, thank you. So anyways, here are some riddles I found. Absolutely. That you're going to have to try to solve. I'm so excited. A woman shoots her husband, then holds him under water for five minutes. Next, she hangs him right after they enjoy a lovely dinner. Explain. Okay, so she killed him twice. Right. The answer is weekend at Bernie's. So that is a correct answer, and that does satisfy the riddle, but no... The really dumb thing is like, oh, she took a picture of him and developed it in her dark room. Wait, Isn't that stupid? That's actually the answer? Yeah. How is anyone supposed to get that from exactly. what you just told me? My initial answer was that she has a thing for like role play with corpses. But they chose a slightly different direction for it. I guess slightly. Yeah. Okay. All right, here's the next one. All right. What has six faces but does not wear makeup? Has Me in high 20- school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, is there more? There's more. Has, okay. Has 21 eyes but can't see. Six faces. Right. Doesn't wear makeup. No. 21 eyes Mm -hmm. and can't see. That's what I said. So here, I immediately go to an inanimate object. Like, I'm I'm guessing, like, this is six faces. Six faces of what? You know what I mean? I can't help help you. 26, 21 eyes? 21 eyes. Um, I would like to pass on this. Thanks. The answer is a dice. Oh, is that what the little dots are called? Eyes? No. <laughs> oh. That's just that's just what the riddle decided. Doesn't that suck? That really sucked. Yeah. All right, it was last. tricky. Made my brain hurt. Here's the last one. Um, Lay it on me. All right. A boy was at a carnival and went to a booth where a man said to the boy, turn around and touch your toes. No. Uh, if I write your exact weight on this piece of paper, then you have to give me $50. But if I cannot, I will pay you $50. Uh, 
The boy looked around and saw no scale or adults around. So he agrees, thinking no matter what the carny is that a is that an outdated term? Um, you and I are going to that Ringling Brothers show tomorrow. We could ask what yeah, okay. there, but yeah. Well, no matter what the old man writes, he'll just say he weighs more or less. But in the end, the boy ends up paying the man fifty dollars. How did the man win the bet? Okay. Well. I was originally going to guess the greatest showman. This is the greatest show. show. Oh. Um, so let me get this straight. Yeah. Um, the kid walks up to the guy. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, if you can guess my weight, I'll give you $50, correct? No, 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 no. The old man says to the boy, if I can guess your weight. You owe me $50. If I can guess your weight, you owe me $50. Sorry, I'm going to say the exact... If I write your exact weight on this piece of paper, then you have to give me $50. I added all the pedophile stuff. That's not part of it. That's the thing. The pedophiles... (laughs) It really clouded the riddle. I couldn't... (laughs) Could you say it it without (laughs) it sounding like um, Kevin Spacey in court? Yeah. A boy was at a carnival, went to a booth where a man said to the boy, Hey, if I write your exact weight on this piece of paper, then you have to give me $50. Okay, I'm But if this. not, I'll pay you $50. And the boy looks around, saw no scale, so he agrees, thinking no matter what he writes, he'll just say that he weighs more or less. But in the end, the boy ended up paying the man $50. How can this be? So... So that means the man won. Yeah. The boy paid. I'm, I'm determined to get The man got what he wanted. The man got what he wanted. And he would. the outcome that would allow him to acquire $50 would be yeah. if he guessed. If he's the writing the exact weight on the piece of paper. He wrote down the word exact weight on the paper. Yeah. Isn't that some bullshit? I was right. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't that fucking suck? It, hey, I got it, so I'm going to say it right. Because <laughs> that was... <laughs> uh, wow, riddles yeah, do suck. Riddles are terrible. And we should stop telling them. Instead, tell jokes. Like all those awesome pedophile ones I just said. <laughs> they. <laughs> so that brings me to the end of my big cancel. Um, and... Uh, Sophia, I'd love to know a little bit about our very special next guest. Absolutely. He is so special. So uh, next up, we have uh, Arthur Meyer. You might know him. He is an Emmy. Let me try this again. Uh, He's he's the green M&M. He is. He's the one that's been driving men wild all these years. We should have someone come on and be the green M&M. Okay. I'd be too horny to, to do the podcast, but please go ahead. All right. You wouldn't need a tripod. Uh, So our next guest is Arthur Meyer. He is an Emmy-nominated comedy writer. You might know him uh, from his time at UCB, if you're in the New York comedy scene. Or you might know him from uh, his performances and and, uh, sketch writing on The Tonight Show. 
He also uh, can be seen on episodes of Shrill and High Maintenance. And another cool little tidbit about him, he was in our comedy troupe yeah. at BU when he was at BU. Yeah. Um, which is so, so neat. Small. What a, it's a small world after all. We come from the same roots. Yep. So uh, after this little pissery dickery doc of ours, we will be joined by Arthur. We were laying there in that cold dark night. You were warm in my arms and it felt so right. It was only us. So I took a chance. Looked you in the eyes And asked you to dance And we filled up the darkness We filled up the night Your eyes were lit up With the big dipper's light Your kiss was enchanting Your love was not false I'll always remember that Big Dipper Waltz. Welcome back from your piss break. Mine was successful. I don't know about you guys. Um, we are joined by uh, Arthur Meyer. Arthur, thank you so much for being on. Thank you. I'm absolutely thrilled to be here with you guys. What, uh, what do you want to cancel? Okay. The first thing I want to cancel is... And I actually don't really know the name of this, but the little emoji buttons in group text threads. So, you know, like, um, you know how like the, you could do like the thumbs up and the haha and the heart yeah. and all that stuff. I'm fine with those in one-to-one text threads, but in group text threads, I want to cancel that. Um, because when you have like five people on a text, and then, you know, you see that you have like seven messages or something. And then you go back and you're like, but where's, where's all the messages? And then you know, the messages were just like 30 people just, you know, did like a thumbs up or a heart or something. Yeah. Um, does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. And I like, also the reactions are so limited. There are only like oh, yeah. six. Yeah. Right. Why, why do they have so few? I experience a broader range of emotion than six. Yeah, and, and you're not allowed to be angry. No. Like or disappointed. Happy, sad. Yeah. Yeah, the only, what's the, is there only one negative one? I Just the thumbs crying. down. No, I think there is a crying one. Oh, there's a crying? Yeah. On on iPhone, I think it's, let me, let me double check. Yeah. I'll test this out on a text to my mom. She'll be like, "Why are you reacting? Uh, <laughs> why are you Why are you crying, Sophia?" Um, okay, there's a heart. There's a thumbs up. Okay. A thumbs down. A right. ha ha. Um, uh, exclamation mark. A double exclamation mark. Double oh. exclamation mark. Um, and a question mark. I think so I guess there's really only one negative, like definitively yeah. negative one. Yeah. What do, you, do you guys ever use the double exclamation mark? I am not uh, a, an iPhone owner. My friends so I use actually it. have yeah. been bullshitting this whole bit. <laughs> do you use it, Sophia? I, like, I've used it maybe once or twice, but my friends all use it. Like, the other day, 
my friend sent me like a couch for our apartment and was like hey let's buy this couch and I was like sounds good and she used it like the double exclamation mark so on the sounds on the sounds good on the sounds good so I guess like it's is it agreeing is it like so that in that sense to me it sounds like it's her sort of yeah energetically expressing excitement at your at your like agreement to get the catch yeah like yay right like yes yes but in that case it should be a little person saying yay can we, can <laughs> yeah. we start can we start over analyzing texts because i got a list to get through if we're gonna go ahead and do that do you have do you have any well so okay let's say i was texting a girl right mm-hmm. and she says i like you as friends but then I heart reacted to that and she didn't respond. What could that mean? That's a good question. You're asking the wrong person because I just, um, I like text people. I love you like all the time. So I, oh, okay. Like that would I, certainly throw me off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> huh. That's so interesting. Is there any context to this relationship you have with this person? Only in that it's, it's made up. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> It's his male woman. <laughs> you mean like person who delivers the mail? Yeah. <laughs> One time yeah, I had a... so weird lately. <laughs> I had a, a, a lemonade stand when I was a kid, and I remember my um, mom was like, uh, "Make sure to give free lemonade to the mailman." And I was like, "What? Why?" And she was like, "They're mailmen. Like give." give the give the mailman free lemonade and i thought she meant (laughs) m-a-l-e like i was a stupid kid but i thought that that's what she meant so i thought that she wanted me to give free lemonade lemonade to half of the population (laughs) when i was um 13 (laughs) my current mailman would hire me to perform stand-up comedy in his variety show No. And he doesn't recognize me now, which is for the best. Wait, you you have to tell me more about this. Like, yeah, they would have me like. And tell me anything, their, anything about this. Yeah, it was called the Ballard Boys, and they would have me pretend to be their son. Um, and there was one bit where we were like having a catch, and they would be like, "We've been sponsored by Brazzers," and I was like, "I don't know what that is." Um. <laughs> And then um, I guess I just kind of stopped. It stopped being a novelty thing to have like a 14-year-old or 15-year-old perform. So I aged out. But that was your first time doing stand-up technically? Yeah, like a while a while back. That's so funny. That is, where were these variety shows? Like um, They were at the Atlas Theater in Fremont, uh, Washington, home of CSZSeattle.com. <laughs> I really wanted you to say that they were like in someone's backyard. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> What's your uh, next thing to cancel? Yes. Okay, my next thing is um, hats. Uh, I think we okay. need to cancel hats. I just see no reason for them. I don't know why anyone needs to put something like on their head and walk and walk around. You know. <laughs> You're the second person to cancel hats. Yes. Really? Yeah. Who, who, who is the first? My cousin came on and um, he was like, his, but his reasoning was, uh, I don't know why I'd spend extra money on something that I uh, 
I'm just going to put on my head and no one will take notice of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was offended because I have a really cold head and I love to wear a hat. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. You do have a, a notoriously cold head. I've, I've heard rumors about that. Yeah. Word on the street. Word on the street. That's well, so in funny. The, in the Boston comedy scene, you're Sophia Coldhead Steo. Yeah. <laughs> The funny thing is, I it was wearing a hat as recently as this morning, so I'm very much a hypocrite on this topic. Um, but if you just think about it, like it's kind of funny that like a bunch of people just like like millions of people just walk around with like a with like a, a dumb hat on their head. Yeah. <laughs> do you think hats started as a religious thing, or do you think religious people saw that and they're like that rocks? Oh, that's a good question. What religion are you thinking of? Judaism. But yeah, also, I was thinking that too, which I is like a, other hats. That's like a sort of yeah. a half hat, right? Yeah. You can't like really see it sometimes. You know what I just realized? If you, okay, so a, a visor, mm-hmm. if you, a, a visor plus a yarmulke equals hat right <laughs> yeah like doesn't a, a yarmulke kind of fill the space left by a visor yeah, yeah. Wait, is, is that it... right am i doing am i doing the no yeah correctly solve the puzzle you yeah. make a full hat if yeah. you put a yarm- okay yeah so you guys are, are going to be seniors at bu i'm gonna, I'm gonna be, be a junior okay cool so you have at least another year where you'll both be at college together. I would love it. I mean, you don't have to do this, of course, but if you guys wanted to try to popularize the visor yarmulke. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. There was this TED talk where the guy talking had a black yarmulke on and the thing behind him, his background was black Mm -hmm. and it looked like he was missing part of his head. (laughs) <laughs> and it took me the whole TED talk to realize that, in fact, he was just wearing a, a hat. That's so funny. Was he talking about, do you remember what the topic was? Uh, the brain or something. I don't know. That, well, that's so, I was going to ask if it was like brain related, because that'd be funny if the talk was about like how you, you could still function without all of your head. You know? <laughs> and he was just tricking people. Yeah. I'm thinking of variations of the Yamaka hat now. And what if we do like one where it's like an Elmer Fudd hat, but the top is cut out. So you just place it over the yarmulke and it's warm on your ears. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, say that again. Wait, I, it took me a second to remember what the Elmer Fudd hat was, but now I remember it. Can you describe yes. the hat again? Okay. So you have the yarmulke on. Yeah. And you're maybe it's a cold winter day. I'll set the scene. Okay. Skiing. Oh, I'm so cold. And uh-huh. then you're like, but I already have part of a hat on. So the top of the Elmer Fudd hat has been cut out. There's a circle at the top, and you just place it over. But you still have the sides that are kind of like ears. For like outdoor winter temple. Out for outdoor winter temple. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That could work. I approve. So you could nix my whole canceling hats thing that I said before. You found a purpose for them. Yeah. Yeah. Comedy. Do you you think, Sophia, that you're the big hat wearer among the people that you know? Like, are you, like, the number one hat wearer? You know what? I might be. Yeah. 
Like, I think if you assembled our comedy group, actually, no. Oh. Moose, our our friend Moose, um, always wears the same Monsters University hat. And it's funny because he's never seen the film. So we'll make jokes to him about the hat and he doesn't get any of them. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I've never seen the movie. And we're like, take it off then. Take it off. <laughs> Here's something I definitely want to cancel is um, directors who wear a baseball hat. Um, yes. And <laughs> I remember when I was at the Tonight Show years ago, I pitched an idea where you, you guys know the director, Michael Moore. I was about to say he was going to be my example. Yes. Yeah. Right. So you picture him wearing a hat, right? Mm-hmm. So I pitched an idea where it's me and I'm playing Michael Moore and Jimmy's interviewing Michael Moore and each time it cuts back to Michael Moore he's wearing like a different dirty baseball hat you know <laughs> and um, we re- we like read it with Jimmy and we f- and Jimmy wasn't really laughing at it and then he was like we finished reading it and he's like I, I don't get it what's like what's the, j- what's the joke and I was like well you know how like Michael Moore is always wearing like a kind of like a dirty hat you know and he was like no <laughs> Like nothing happened with that idea. I'm trying to. You could do like he's wearing a dirty hat, and maybe the hat gets dirtier every time the interview. Oh, that's really ends. funny. Monsanto, it just <laughs> <laughs> his buzzwords make the hat dirtier. <laughs> well, like if that. hats are safe, then what else? What else do you have? Okay. Um, like love words so any words pertaining to love aside from the word love i think love is like the only good one of those words and i really love love but when i'm I'm talking about here is like words like single dating relationship boyfriend i feel embarrassed anytime i use any of those (laughs) words like anytime i'm just like oh i'm engaged or like this is my what like i'm married you know like uh, when i'll say like this is my wife, you know, like it just, it, there's something in my blood that really, uh, it just feels stupid to me to just be like, Oh yeah, we're in a relationship and you know, uh, we're, you know, we're we're working on it. We're, you know, it's, (laughs) I'm single, you know? Oh yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. So in your world, Uh you are either in love or you're not. And that's all. Okay. It's okay. just like, I, this is a tough one to explain, but it's just the way that we talk about uh, like relationship stuff, you know, um, any of those words, like, yeah, what's another one I have? Oh yeah. Like rebound. Like, oh yeah, that was just a rebound. Like that. I don't like that. I don't like, um, fiance, husband, uh, engaged cheating. I don't like that. I don't think <laughs> I just, anybody does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could, I should have thought of like how to explain uh, that, but I just don't, I don't like any of the words that we use to, to talk about that stuff. Oh, I get yeah. it. No, it's like everything you needs a label. Like, yeah, exactly. You no. Know? And like, so I don't know. I think if someone's single, that doesn't define them. Maybe they make sock puppets or something. I don't... <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so this is some hippie, you know, we're all just like people. Yeah, I, Got I it. okay. Unfortunately, I think it's that. <laughs> and, uh, unfortunately, I think you're right about that. 
<laughs> Nothing wrong with being a hippie. Yeah. Um, okay, the next thing I want to cancel is, um, and this is sort of what came up maybe before we started the podcast, but I want to cancel the idea of not being friends with your ex. Um, I think that there's this idea floating around that like, oh, we broke up, you know, we shouldn't be, you know, we're not talking anymore, you know. Right. I kind of think most people who you've been in a relationship with, like it would make sense that you would still be friends, you know, cause you kind of liked each other, you know, for like a long time. That's why you went out together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Question. <laughs> yeah. What if up until recently you've had a habit of dating only people you have nothing in common with? <laughs> <laughs> No, asking for a friend. Purely for a theoretical, friend. purely just purely. some guy I know. <laughs> then I guess it would make sense to, and you know, I, I think in that case you would you should still be in touch with them, but just be like active enemies, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, now we're getting somewhere. I may have you guys, or, Oh wait, sorry. Go ahead. Sophia. I was just gonna say I may or may not have had an intervention with uh, Spencer recently where I begged him to start dating people that uh, he has things in common with. <laughs> Do you have a type? Do you have a type, Spencer? Oh, God. Yeah. And, and look, I just want to say that I'm recovered. I've recently uh, I've broken out of this mold, but up until lately, um, I have dated pretty much exclusively theater women. That's so funny. I... Um... <laughs> I, I used to be a, a contributing writer for The Onion, and one of the headlines that I wrote for them, was, which was directly based on my life, was area man saddened to realize short Jewish women with an interest in theater, his type. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's Fuck. Spencer. <laughs> yeah. Are, are, are the, is your type also short and Jewish? Short, no. Not really Jewish either. But uh, yeah. not, not like... For anti-Semitic reasons, just no, yeah, <laughs> no, what? no, they no, they haven't. The three I can think of, I think, were no, no. Oh, okay, well, one, no. one and three I, for sure. I'm very tolerant. <laughs> That's great. Thanks. That's so funny. <laughs> Do you guys have? Um, have you ever had like an enemy, like a sworn enemy? <laughs> um. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Well, the thing is, like, I think I was her enemy, but she yes. was mine. Like, I don't, I don't really have an enemy. I, I, that, I feel like having an enemy takes so much energy. Yes, it should be called an enemy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean like openly, like you two are openly enemies to each other, um, or is it like because I have a lot of secret resentment, but that yeah. doesn't, you know. I, yeah, I guess I hadn't really thought about exactly what it means because I think I've had maybe enemies before, but never, never really like an open enemy. Right. You know? I love a nemesis. That's like yeah, a nemesis. Yeah. word. Yeah. It's a really good word. Yeah. Nemesis, tertiary, those are some good words. For sure. Because <laughs> I'm envisioning like, you know, uh, 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 you know, like a hang on, let me just think of a minor villain real quick. Okay, I'm thinking of like a Spider Man and like a Leapfrog kind of situation where like Leapfrog keeps getting thwarted by Spider Man, but Spider Man doesn't really think about Leapfrog. 
you know? Oh, yeah, yes. You know what I'm saying? I do. And so Leapfrog's like, oh, Spider-Man. <laughs> and he just doesn't really have an opinion. It's sort of like the Yankees-Red Sox rivalry a little bit, where it's like the the Red Sox have always hated the Yankees, but then mm-hmm. the Yankees, don't, you know, they don't really seem they, – they, they don't like the Red Sox, but they don't yeah. have that kind of energy towards them. Sure. Yeah. There's also something about the idea of two enemies agreeing on being enemies that almost yeah. makes me think that they're like friends, you know, like, <laughs> like have you ever heard that old joke? Like who? Doofenshmirtz and Perry. <laughs> who? Was? Oh, wait, what is that? Verb? Oh, shoot. I'm unfamiliar with that. Do oh, you know that these... reference, Sophia? You would love Phineas and Ferb. Yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah. Like, so essentially, um, they're... There's this platypus, this anthropomorphic platypus um, that is constantly at odds with this Slavic uh, (laughs) scientist. (laughs) It was a Disney show. Um, And they're constantly plotting against each other for one reason or another. And uh, it's it's the crux of that show. All of the Slavic guys' inventions have, like, just, like, self-destruct buttons. Yeah, they're all very poorly finds. made inventions. Yeah. It's really funny, honestly. It's a really well-written show. Yeah. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. What was the old a, joke, though? Oh, the old joke. Well, it, I, I don't really know. I'm, I don't really know how to tell the joke because I don't. I don't really like no jokes, but the the idea, <laughs> the idea. Like, do you guys know? Do you guys know any jokes? <laughs> <laughs> well, here I'll just tell you this. this okay. first. Um, <laughs> So the idea, like, I don't even, I'm like explaining a situation, but it's like a cop is chasing a, um, like a robber or something mm-hmm. and they're run the cops running after the robber. And then like the, they both get tired at the same time. So they like take a break to catch their breath. And then they start running. They both start running at the same time again. Like that's not a, like the way I said that isn't a joke, but it's like a funny image. You know? Yeah. 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 Sorry, my it's dog like a, is, It's uh, like a pitch. Yeah, it's a pitch, yeah. basically. Dude, no, I'm so sorry. This is the most. This is the second most embarrassing thing to happen in a podcast. Besides, do you guys keep in when someone's like, uh, "I have to go to the bathroom," and then you keep that in the podcast? <laughs> no one's done that yet. If you want to be the first, yeah. No, that won't be me. But <laughs> I have I have heard that on podcasts before, and it's a it's a really funny thing to decide to keep into a podcast. <laughs> Oh my do you have God. anything else that you want to that you want to bring up? Yeah, cancel wise. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, humans. Oh. So okay. I think we have more than proven ourselves. You know, we have <laughs> we've done a great job. You know, we've done such a great job that we've started to do a bad job. Like we've really made our mark. You know, like we've invented like. Uh, you know, like tuna salad and music and, you know, like books, like books are incredible. You know, like we really have done a lot of great stuff. And now I think it's like, you know, now it's just time to sort of step aside and like let another species, um, Mm. you know, dominate, you know what I'm saying? Which species? what, what, What more do we need to do as humans? You know? Yeah, you're right. I'm trying to think of an animal. Yeah, which yeah. species should replace us? That's a good question. What do you guys think? 
I think giraffes need to have their moment. Oh, really? Yeah. For okay. sure. Have you ever I, seen um, the video of giraffes fighting with their necks? That's insane. Oh, my God. It's really neat. They it's do like neck a, fighting? It's yeah. like a bendy lightsaber fight. Yeah. It's really cool. And you can tell that it hurts because after they kind of back away and they're like, mm-hmm. ouch. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you, though, Sophia. I feel like giraffes have not. I, I really haven't heard. Like, I feel like almost every other animal has kind of gotten their thing in the spotlight, you know. But I've never heard about like. Is there even a, like a famous giraffe out there? Oh yeah, no, not really. Right. Right. Yeah. Curious George yeah. is a, a monkey, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's followed by to come full circle. He's followed by a guy who wears a hat for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. And that is true. his his defining characteristic. It feels like they're like approaching a giraffe. Like they're getting close to you know. There's a man in a big yellow hat. There's an animal. <laughs> they're like in the neighborhood of giraffes, but they're not quite there. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. And then the, here's the here's the last one I have. Okay. Okay. Uh, meals. Um. So, so like, I just don't see what the big deal is with like having to uh, have like a like a nice you know like a meal you know like it takes a it takes a long time to make it. And then, you know, you're it's like, what's the, you know, why not just eat just like, if there was just a product called just like food, you know, like if there was just like, and it's just like, here's your food, eat your food, and then you eat it. And then you go like, do whatever you got to do. But like, anytime I've ever had a good meal, it's like, I finished the meal and then the meal has just like, it's disappeared. Like it's no longer really good anymore because I've eaten it, you know? So you, yeah. you can't, and like, have you ever heard someone like try to describe a good meal that they had? They'd be like, I was at this amazing restaurant last night and be like, oh, what did you eat? And then they're like, oh, the something bolognese, whatever. And like, what is even the point of that? Like, what is the point of describing like a meal that you had? I don't understand that. Yeah. Like what, what are you, what are you trying to make the other person feel like they, and it's appreciation like, for me? <laughs> <laughs> Like, I guess you want to sort of elicit the response of like, that sounds really good, right? Yeah. Like that sounds, that sounds like a really good meal, you know? And then, or, then, then what, you know? Jealousy. Yeah. Jealousy. Yeah. Also like just go to the restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of experience. <laughs> <laughs> I like cooking. Is that, is that what you mean? Like. You, yeah, you know, like okay. I guess this this is where it came from is I've been cooking more during the pandemic because I haven't worked for almost two years. So <laughs> so like I've been cooking and you know, sometimes it'll just take like an hour to make a meal because I have to look up online and see like a YouTube video like how to Julianne a pepper, you know. <laughs> Which is a very easy thing to do. I don't know if you guys know how to do it, but it's something that I, you shouldn't have to look up a YouTube video for, but I have right. to do it every, every time because I always forget. Um, and then, you know, so it's like I spent all this time making the meal and then the amount of time you spend on a meal is what, mm. seven, seven minutes or something? Five yeah. minutes? Yeah. Here's a question. I, mean, I guess. 
This is a question for you guys. So you guys are, are both students at BU. Do they still serve uh, cake every day in the dining hall? Yes. Yep. Isn't it weird that they, they're like, if you want to, you could go to college and eat cake every day. <laughs> it is really weird. And like a different cake for lunch and dinner. Yeah. <laughs> you could have two cakes a day. <laughs> Like, what was college like for you? Like, it was good. I learned a little bit, and then I ate two cakes a day every day for four years. <laughs> they they portion it, too, so you can justify it, you know? Yeah. Like they, it's like those little squares, so that it really doesn't seem like that much cake. No, but you add that up over the course oh, of yeah. the year, you're eating a lot of cake. They're really into, like, cheesecake bars now. Ooh. At BU? At BU. And, like... It was great for a while because they were they were on a run where they were just doing new ones every day, and then you could tell that the chef uh, ran out of ideas and just started repeating. <laughs> we're gonna call we're gonna call chocolate devil's food cake now. Yeah, so yeah. Different. And they tried to like mix up the names. They're like yeah. mint cookie. <laughs> I'm like, oh, so it's a thin mint, and they're like, yeah, it is. <laughs> Well, Arthur, if you're out of things to cancel, Sophia has a doozy uh, for us. Oh, yes, please. Yes. Well, it's, it's not really a doozy. I, <laughs> You know when you love someone and you want to help them? <laughs> what? It, and it's out of care. That's how I feel about my cancel. <laughs> oh, okay. <sighs> so my big cancel is um, Shark Tank, the mm. show. And I'm not canceling it as a whole. I'm just canceling certain parts of it. Um, so I, I've, I, I've actually never watched it. I've only seen like parodies of it and stuff. Oh. Okay. So well, is there any is there any context that I should have? Like the idea of the show is that it's people trying to think of like inventions that will catch on. Is that sort of what it is? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, so my first thing is like, I'd love if they had definitions at the bottom of the screen when they're talking about business stuff. Because I'm a yeah. filmmaker and I have no idea what anything means. And so it would be nice for, like, like if Mark Cuban says equity, for equity to pop up in reading rainbow letters at the bottom. <laughs> like, equity is when you have a share. And then uh, there's this iconic hallway. I don't know if that's come up in the um, parodies. I don't think I've seen a hallway in the parodies. It's usually like people presenting, doing like some form of presentation. Got it. Well, before they do the presentation, they walk <laughs> down this hallway and the hallway is like a little too long. I think what they should do is shorten the hallway just a little bit. But I think in they should also, like the investors or the sharks, sit really close to each other, I think they should all be down separate hallways. And oh. they always have little obstacle courses, you know? <laughs> I just think we could make this better, guys. Like, maybe, like, around Mark Cuban, there's a little trench with alligators, and you gotta have to jump over it to... So it's sort of like a, like American Ninja Warrior meets Shark Tank. Yeah. Yes. I think that's a great idea. And, you know, I've always thought, for instance, that, um, like, did you guys ever do, like, cross country or anything? I um, did. You I seem like a, you, you were? 
I was That's like, so yeah. funny. You seem, Spencer, like a track person, and Sophia, you seem like a cross-country person. Yes. Oh, that's, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You you're, you're, yes, that's correct. <laughs> you're welcome. And I've just always, I've never understood that. Like, I'll go running sometimes, and I'm like, this is so boring. Like, why is this so boring? And it's like, oh, there needs to be an element of suspense added to it. There needs to be like mm. a man in a truck with like a knife behind me or something. So I have like a reason to run. I don't know if I need to be scared, but I definitely need. I don't know. I, I need a motivation to move forward. Gotcha. But you were able to self-motivate when you did cross country. Um, or was I, the motivation like these other people are running, so I'll do it too. I had a really weird tactic in cross country, which was trying to start conversations with the people running next to me in order to beat them. <laughs> Because um, I have a very special skill where I'm able to talk about one thing for 30 minutes, and as the 30 minutes progress, it gets less interesting. So I would tire them out with conversation and then just run in front of them. Oh, you mean a date? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a really good strategy, the social strategy of cross country. For sure. Like we'd we'd see like a squirrel, and I'd be like, "Have you ever seen a black squirrel?" And the girl would be like, I need to break my record. Be like, but think about it. Like, there are three different types of squirrels, and we only see one of them. And I think that's a little weird. And then she'd please get away from me. That's so funny. Wait, what's the third? Is the third flying? I went, yeah, like albino. Oh, okay. Have you ever seen an albino squirrel gang? I I don't think so. Is that just like a, like a really white squirrel? Yeah, there. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I've I've only seen one. <laughs> I was in I was uh hiking in Acadia. Oh. And I was I had my eyes peeled for a moose, and instead I saw a weird squirrel. <laughs> Going back to kind of I guess the foreign exchange between Shark Tank and American Ninja Warrior. Yes, I'm I think sorry, it would also it. no no no. I think it would also be really really fun to have sharks in the water of American oh. Ninja Warrior. Because then there's oh, like yeah. consequences. You know, they fall in the water and like oh haha. Um, if there were sharks, no one would be laughing. Yeah, it's like you fall in the water, you die. Mm-hmm. Their family and friends are there too, so they kind of have to watch. So it's they really all- like kind of. I bet the times would get faster. They make T-shirts with their faces on them. <laughs> Invest, yeah. That's that. That's my two cents. That's my pitch. <laughs> I another thing that I don't like. Um, a Rod is now a shark. No, he's not. He is. What? And I think that the the beauty of Shark Tank is that all the investors prior to Alex being added mm-hmm. looked like people that could work with my dad, and. A-Rod is too polished. I don't want him there. I need I need like your dad's weird friend to be mm. the shark. <laughs> That's so funny because I recently saw your dad in that video that you posted on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> so I actually have a frame of reference for this. And this is a good point for me to just plug that real quick, which is everyone should go to Sophia's Instagram and watch the video about Cardboard Sophia because it features... Your dad and I, he's re- he's really good on camera. I think. Thank you so much. He he 
This is going to be such an ego boost for him when he listens. His name is Angelo, right? Angelo, yes. He's very I hope I, I hope I meet him one day. Oh, he would love to meet you. <laughs> yeah, we should have dinner. Wouldn't that be so weird if me and him just got dinner? Without me. It's just Without you. Arthur oh my god. Well, one time I did that with my so my current wife, um we had been dating for a few months and she had recently gotten out of a relationship with this guy Nick. Uh and they shared joint custody of uh, the dog, um, the dog that I alluded to before Sid. So, and they live near each other. So they would like each, like cat would have, my wife cat would have him for a week. And then Nick would have the dog for a week. And Nick came to pick Sid up one time. Um, and I was kind of nervous cause this was my first time meeting Nick. And I just sort of blurted out, like, would you want to get dinner sometime? Um, and so three nights later like me and nick just got dinner together just the two of us how'd it go it was good like i could understand why cat didn't want to you know be with him anymore <laughs> and and I, I i really am not saying that out of any sort of like competitive spiteful way or so like sure. i really i wanted to like the guy i even made a joke at one point i was like wouldn't it be funny if at the end of the night like you and i hooked up you know and he was like no i mean that'd be kind of weird and i was like yeah see i think it's good that cat broke up with him you know yeah that that classic joke where i ask my friends to hook up <laughs> classic joke and then they're like no spencer and i'm like mm, i get why no one would want to date you <laughs> is he gonna it's listen to this are we gonna receive hate mail from nick no, because, well, he might. I, one thing I know is that I don't know where he stands on podcasts. I know that he doesn't really listen to music. So that's oh, another flag. that's another bad sign. Yeah. yeah right? So, oh, my gosh. Isn't that crazy to just, like, write off music? Yeah. I'd like to cancel that at one point, people who yeah. don't listen to music. That is a really what big red that? flag for me. Yeah. Well, I knew so a girl in high school who uh, – had that view about art. I remember I came back from spring break and I had been to a really cool art museum in Washington, DC. And, uh, she asked me how my spring break was. And I had mentioned the art museum and she goes, Oh yeah, see, I don't really like art. And what? I just couldn't believe that you could just, just like say to all art, like, no, Jesus, <laughs> no art. <laughs> well, Sophie, unless you, unless you have anything else on shark tank, I'd love to get into our game. Um, I would, I was just going to pitch something. Oh, please. An invention. Yeah. Um, because I I do think that Shark Tank as a concept isn't overly sustainable because I think we're going to run out of inventions. Like, last time I watched, a kid was pitching hot sauce, and that's already a thing. Mm. And the only, <laughs> the only special thing about the hot sauce was it was made by an 11-year-old. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good business model. Um, but I, I wanted to pitch this. Um, I was thinking about it today. It's like, so are, are you too familiar with the bop it? Yeah. Yes. Bop it is. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for our listeners who haven't engaged with the bop it, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like, I guess it's like a game. It's a memory game and you, it makes a bunch of different sounds. So I want like a bop it like tool that makes sounds to deter people from entering public restrooms. Um, and I think that the premise of, of this invention is that it makes every public restroom a private one because mm. you'll you'll use the bop it, maybe uh, it plays a fart noise, 
or a fire alarm and people will be like, oh, we can't go into the bathroom. Crazy things are happening in there. And then you're there alone and you get to enjoy yourself. I feel like it probably needs to be the um, fire alarm rather than the fart noise. Yeah. I think the fart noise might be one of the most common sounds heard in the bathroom. I'm willing right. to invest $1 million at 5% equity. Um, <laughs> you can tell me one thing. What's the most extreme sound that you would make to deter people from coming in the bathroom? The song Photograph by Nickelback. Next Sold. <laughs> I'm in. Bad. Like, what would you do if you were in the bathroom and you heard Nickelback? Like, you'd leave, right? <laughs> or you'd, gra- you'd grab your buddy and you'd be like, I think Nickelback's in that stall playing a free concert. <laughs> It's my tiny toilet concert, and it's a yeah. spinoff of the NPR thing. Wait, tiny, tiny desk, tiny. De- I love that t- NPR's yeah. tiny toilet concert. That's really good. <laughs> That's so <laughs> funny. You just have like Courtney Barnett playing in a stall <laughs> or something. <laughs> then they talk a little bit like they're not in a toilet. Like, yeah, I wrote this song when I was on uh, drugs and I really wanted to get off. Anyways, and then you hear like a stall go off. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wait a second. Stop talking about that song. You're yeah. you're in, you're by a toilet. We need to talk about that. Sting is in one stall and Shaggy's in the other. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't know. We don't tell them that they're yeah. next to each other. They're like, oh, I'm really vibing with the other guy. We should meet after this. Well, I'd love to get into our game. Yes. Um, Arthur. You're going to hear from me a series of quotes from a canceled person, each quote getting more revelatory about who it is than the last. (laughs) Sophia is here in between quotes to give helpful hints. Do you have any questions? Oh, this is great. I don't, but now that you bring this game up, I think I do remember listening to an episode where you guys played this game, and it was -hmm. was very fun. The person guessed it, like, right away. Mm. We love that. Makes our job easier. My prediction yeah. is you're either going to get this right away or you mm-hmm. might need two. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Here we go. I put hibiscus flower in every cup of tea I have. It's sweet, sexy, and cleansing. I'm sorry, this is a person who has been canceled or, or should be canceled? Has been canceled fully. Okay, so it's not Drew Barrymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love her talk show, by the way. I just want to shout out Drew. Yeah, I'm really absolutely. Enjoying. It's very, it's very enjoyable to watch. That interview with Tom Green was was really, it was really good. It was a really good interview. Yeah, Martha Stewart. No, no. Okay, but you're close. Okay. Would Think you I like might a need helpful to... hint or the next quote? I would love a, I would love a helpful hint. Oh wait, or the next quote? Yeah. The next quote might be more helpful. Yeah. Okay, let's do that. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> you, you have to live life to its full chorizo. Now, I know what you're saying. Isn't that what Sophia has tattooed on her leg? The answer isn't no, but... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> huh. So you were really close with Martha. Yeah. Yeah. That, the the following quotes will kind of detail his his crime. Oh. I guess. Okay. I, I think. So, I think I, yeah. Yes. Who is it? Do you have a guess? Mario Batali. Yeah! yeah. 
Sophia, tell him what he's won. You win a t-shirt that says, I was kicked off of the chew and all I got were these Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> Do I really win that? No, I really <laughs> want to make that t-shirt. No, I haven't. Do you guys want to know something? Can I tell you guys something really funny? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so this is insane. My friend Dan Klein, formerly of Slow Kids, um, he and I and his wife, Kelly, we co-wrote a book together. Um, and the book is, I have it right here. And you're not going to believe uh, who wrote the forward of the book. Let's see. Can you see right there? Oh, my God. Oh, no. my God. Isn't Mario that crazy? Batali wrote the forward to your book. Yeah, but this was this was before he was. Oh, yeah, sure. that <laughs> that, At the time, it was probably very, very cool. That makes it infinitely funnier, almost. Isn't that so funny? Oh my god! Because the other time I listened to your guys' podcast, it was some uh, someone I think Sarah was her name, and she was talking about canceling Jimmy Fallon, who was my boss of seven years. <laughs> and I messaged you guys on Instagram because I thought that that was really funny. That that was like the. <laughs> That was the first time that I tuned into your episode. It was like, <laughs> Jimmy Fallon needs to fucking go. <laughs> she was very passionate about yeah. about canceling him. Well, um, before we go, do you have anything that you want to plug or anything exciting coming up? Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Well, I so I think I'm going to be a writer at this thing called The Kids Tonight Show, and I just found out about that. So I think it's – I know very little about the show except that it's hosted by kids. And that I think it's on NBC's streaming service, uh, Peacock. Um, Yeah, so there's that. And then yesterday I was was in my first ever commercial. So there's some commercial for like AT&T that I'll be in sometime soon. (laughs) So I don't really, I don't so much want to plug AT&T as I do just want to plug, you know, like watching commercials so that you see that one. Um, the main thing I want to plug is I just started a, an Instagram account recently called Late Night Thumbnails, um, which are, uh, you know, when you go to YouTube and you see the, you know, what the celebrity talked about the night before. It's yeah. just a bunch of just fake uh, versions of that. Okay. okay. Arthur, I have to, I sent Spencer one recently that mm-hmm. they have all been so funny, but one in particular made me cackle so hard. Actually, I don't know if I can find it because I think you might have posted it on the story. Dwayne Johnson once punished his daughter by eating her. That was oh, yeah. really <laughs> Are you yeah, taking I... submissions or like... Yeah, if you guys want to submit one, totally feel free to. Ah, oh, sweet. Um, John Voigt once arm wrestled with Gumby. <laughs> That's great. Cool. Um, can I can I tell you guys one that I, I haven't released yet? Oh, yes, please. please. Okay, so it's a picture of um, Jimmy and Jaden Smith, as you see. Okay. Yes. And it's uh, when Jaden Smith found out his father was Will Smith, he made a bowel movement. <laughs> yeah, it's really dumb. That's a really good one. Um, I'd love to go out on that. So for for Cabaret Day Cancel, I'm Spencer Klein. I'm Sophia Steo. I'm Arthur Meyer. Now we've grown apart. Haven't seen you here. Or been willing to. 
been at least a year You're with someone else Living city life Well, I've been around Can't stand city lights Do you ever think About that night we shared How much fun it was And how much we cared If you feel the same There's no need to cry There's a map to me Shining in the sky And we filled up the darkness We filled up the night Your eyes were lit up with the big dipper's light Your kiss was enchanting Your love was not false I'll always remember that big dipper waltz No, I'll never forget 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 I'll always remember That Big Dipper Wall